0: Our dearly beloved ThoughtSpot. I feel like everybody knows ThoughtSpot by now, but if they don't, they're about to. And we'll start with just a little bit of a welcome to our fourth annual Technology Matters Marathon. We are so excited to host you today and bring you five very exciting um, tech demos throughout the day. So we are right smack dab in the middle of it. This is number three. My name mm-hmm. is Kelia Garrido. I head up marketing and events here at Great Data Minds. For those of you that don't already know us, um, we are a collective of passionate data activists, and we are on a mission to modernize the world of data. We do this in two different ways. The first is that we have our services arm. That's at greatdataminesinnovationlabs.com. Um, That's where we do the deployment of our critical data projects, strategic planning, um, all of the actual big brain thinking data work is happening on that side of the house. But we also really want to facilitate conversation, communication, um, networking, and we do this by creating a a host of great events that we offer on Great Data Mines, uh, just like the one you are listening today to Mm -hmm. today. A little bit of housekeeping. Of course, we were on a webinar status, so cameras and microphones are off, but we want to hear from you. Everybody has been doing such a fantastic job today of using the chat. I see people in there giving each other feedback, talking, asking questions. Yep, and Mike is doing a fantastic job of queuing up those questions to um, share back with the presenters um, at the end of the session. So that's really how it's going to go. If you've got something to say, put it in the chat. If You feel like using the Q&A, you can do that too. If you want to wait for a little more of a formal time to ask your question, we'll save some time at the end of the session for that. Mm-hmm. So each one of our sessions is going to follow the same format. A little bit of banter and bad jokes like what we're doing right now. <laughs> we then roll into a little bit of information about the companies. So we're going to learn more about ThoughtSpot. Um, coming up next, that's about 15-20 minutes, and then we roll into a demo of the solution. We reserve a few minutes to answer those questions at the end. Take a short break. Go out and look at the snakes that are creeping around the backyard, <laughs> accumulating
1: and, um, in your backyard, accumulating, yeah, with a <laughs>
0: <theory> <laughs> ferocity. <laughs> Um, And then, you know, we do it all again at the top of the hour. So please allow me once again to introduce my partners in crime. We have Miss Julie Burroughs. She is our CEO, our fearless leader, our visionary. What would we do without her? And we have Mike Lampa. He puts the great data mind
1: in great. Data Beat, that dance, that?
2: Beat that dance, Mike. What is it?
1: Beat that dance.
0: I have okay, to get okay. my
2: mean gene dancing machine going. <laughs> OK.
1: <laughs> okay. We go. Here we this go. keep like, Andrew you know, says, I think go. I'm going to right. go now.
3: Oh, okay. yeah. 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 I didn't know that was I a didn't... requirement. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, okay, Julie. So, our
0: esteemed guest. Oh, well, let me introduce Andrew before we get back yes. in.
2: Yes, let's so do that.
0: Andrew Young, he is the senior director of product marketing at ThoughtSpot. He's got a robust background in product marketing, product management, software development. Um, and today, he's the guy on the inside who's going to share more information with us about ThoughtSpot. So, Mike, yeah. you, you just, Andrew, thanks for being here. Mike, get it. Whatever you hey. want to <laughs> Andrew, say. Andrew, get it.
2: Andrew, thanks for joining us. Uh, we are really going to be here yeah we are excited to have you short hawk your wares to the folks on the call today you know Julie I I know we said it earlier um, these aha moments we're having um, Mm -hmm. and that's because we constantly are looking at the technology that's out there to find the stuff that matters but thought spot blew us away what was our aha moment Julie
1: well it was I remember we were trying to get funding from uh, for one of one of our events that we do, sometimes we get sponsorships. And um, one of the people that I knew in my community here in Denver was working for ThoughtSpot. And he said, you know what? Y- you might be interested in, in talking to so-and-so. So I called so-and-so and I'm like, yeah, we're looking for someone to host. the the. It's around building visualizations. And she goes, she was a marketing person at the time. She goes, hmm, we don't do visualizations. And I go, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> and I go, what do you mean you don't do visualizations? So she said, okay, so let me show you a couple of things. And I had looked at it and it, it just it didn't sink in. But when she and I when she started showing me, you know, around ThoughtSpot a little bit, we had, I had my aha moment. I hung up the phone and called Mike. Yeah. And, you know, that aha moment came with the fact that, you know, you're gonna use a Google like search bar to ask a question and it's gonna give you an answer. And you don't have to sit there and build a blue. Logo onto a dashboard, and <laughs> you know it'll just serve up your answer, and it'll give you a dashboard if you're all about the dashboard thing. You can put it on your, you know, your board, and you can put several of them. But it was, it was an aha moment.
2: Absolutely, absolutely, and continues to wow us with the, with the new features and capabilities that are rolling out. You know, yeah. I'm on a, we're on a project right now where Tableau is the chosen visualization uh, enabler, and. <laughs> I'd say 30% of our project costs are just Tableau form over function. Fixing the oh, fonts, yeah, fixing they, the colors. Yeah, it's yeah, that's what, yeah.
1: that's so we were, yeah, we're doing a Tableau project, which we do those. But boy, I tell you, if we would have um, thought spot in the account, we would have been done a lot. A lot yeah, a couple other things. Um, you know, you think about Gartner and others say that, you know, only 30% of the dashboards are fine that are developed are used by the business so lots of reasons why and if you want to talk about it we can tell you but um, you know you sit there and you think about and I'm going to send you an article here in a minute the cost of a data resource to build all those visualizations and all that stuff and then it's finally done and the business says yeah thanks for coming and it's never used Yeah. so a lot of resource cost savings in this tool and in every tool that we're talking about today I mean the resource cost savings is never talked about but as you see what um, Andrew's going to show you think about you know, not having to do all of that visualization work. And finally, I'm happy to announce that We are ThoughtSpot's Emerging Partner of the Year. Yay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Great, great partnership and great technology. And Andrew, with that, we'd like to turn it over to you, sir. All right. Well, thank you, Mike. Thank you, Julie.
3: Uh, Let me go ahead and share my screen. I'll take a few seconds and... Hopefully I'm sharing the right one when it comes up. And then I will hit slideshow.
2: Looks
0: good.
3: All right. So um, I am going to spend uh, probably the first 10 minutes or so going through a few slides. Um, And then I will jump into the product um, and walk you through it and kind of show a few things that Julie and Mike were kind of talking to you about. Um, So hello, everyone. Um, Again, I'm Andrew Young. I'm senior director of product marketing here at ThoughtSpot. I've been at ThoughtSpot for uh, close to seven years, Um, and uh, I'm based out here in California. Uh, We do have snakes, uh, but I don't have one around (laughs) my neighborhood right now just yet. Uh, It's been a fairly long winter, actually. Um, So I'm really happy to be here to talk to you about what we're calling AI-powered analytics. So... First things first, uh, let me start with a quick overview uh, of the company. Uh, We were founded uh, 11 years ago. Uh, In fact, uh, fun fact, we just celebrated our 11th birthday earlier this week. Uh, You may have seen some of our social posts uh, all over the wire. Um, And our mission uh, for the past 11 years has been the same uh, since day one. And that is to make the world more fact driven. And our vision for how to do that uh, is by making the world's easiest to use analytics platform. Um, and so as Julie mentioned, you know, it's not just all about visualization or tweaking, you know, trying to do you know, perfect you know, fit and form. It's really how you access and ask questions on your data so that you actually get the insights um, that you want when you want them. Um, our solution does run on top of uh, some of the most popular cloud data platforms that are out there. So think of you know, the likes of Snowflake, Databricks. Uh, Google BigQuery, Amazon Redshift, uh, Azure Synapse, uh, and a lot of the cloud uh, deployed databases as well. Um, so uh, you know, wherever your data is sitting, uh, we are able to connect to them. Uh, but what is most unique about our solution is that we, you know, we are actually running everything via live queries or direct queries. So customers don't need to move their data uh, or they don't need to run data extracts uh, either. We also partner uh, with the best of breed vendors across the modern data stack. So think of, you know, uh, organizations like the dbt's the five trans Matillions, elation data robot uh, what have you and, and a whole lot more so we offer you know joint solutions we offer you know joint vision um, uh, and, and other motions uh, when we're working with these other uh best of breed vendors
2: mm-hmm. now
3: on the right side of the screen here uh you, you can see you know some of the companies that we work with um, these include some of the you know most recognizable brands uh, in the world And since we launched our SaaS offering a few years ago, we also work with some of the most innovative uh, startups uh, as well. Uh, And so all of these customers, uh, they came to us uh, with one of these problems. Or in fact, you know, uh, a good good number of them that came with us with Mm -hmm. all four of these problems. And so starting here on the left here, you know, first off, you know, they were struggling to answer that next question. Uh, So, you know, I'm sure, you know, all of you have been in that situation where you're sitting in a boardroom or a conference room uh, and you're staring at a very nice looking dashboard that someone else had built, someone who is technical, someone who knows the data, someone who knows that uh, BI tool or visualization tool. Um, And you're looking at this dashboard and you see this metric that is trending up or trending down. um, And you ask, um, you know, why did that happen? Well, chances are you, know, you might have another visualization or some explanation on that visualization that kind of describes to you how, um, and maybe you're a, a couple other answers to some of the questions that you have. But then, you know, the more visualizations that you're looking at, the more questions that you're going to have, and you you know you ask another question and another, and another person asks another question and another as well, and and so, you know, as you have kind of this, uh, uh, you know flow of additional questions that you want answers to right away, um, you're unable to capture those answers or get to those answers because, you know, trying to get to those answers, you know, require that technical resource to go back and, you know, build a new visualization, build a new dashboard, and it's going to take time. It's going to take money for them to do that, and you just can't wait for that while you're sitting in that boardroom. Uh, You need those answers right then and there. And second thing that we hear a lot about is that most you know dashboards, you know, they are built on pre-aggregated data, you know, and also with predefined drill paths, and so getting down to the details is you know near impossible, or you know, it's going to take an extremely long time as well. And so because of that, what happens is you know people start making decisions, you know, based on what they're seeing, you know, on the aggregated data, on the average data, and you know, or even you know, God forbid, you know, based on their gut. Right, and so hmm. they're not able to actually get down to those granular insights to be able to make those truly, you know, uh, data-driven decisions, and that can really have real business implications, right? And so, thirdly, here, you know, based on you know some of these problems that I just talked to you about, uh, you know, it's just going to be expensive. <laughs> you know, you you need more and more technical resources to build more and more visualizations to answer more and more questions that all of your business people actually have. Uh, and so it's going to be challenging, and the costs are going to start adding up, uh, and it's just going to be really difficult to you know, get to that true uh, return on that investment that you have on, on your data uh, and, and on your data stack and on your BI tool. And then lastly, here on the right side, you know, uh, you know, we also see that a lot of organizations, you know, they, they are what we call you know, data rich, but insights poor. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, they have a really weak data driven culture. um, And because of that, and because of how difficult it is to get to those uh, data driven insights, you know, there's low overall adoption, uh, which means that, you know, there's, you know, poor use of their data and also, you know, poor decision making as well. So, you know, when they came to us, um, you know, they, you know, why, why did they actually choose ThoughtSpot? You know, it's really crossing you know, a number of these benefits that I'm showing you here on the screen. So ThoughtSpot, first of all, is simple. I mentioned that, you know, that is our vision to create the easiest to use analytics platform that's out there. Um, and so our primary interaction with data is to have that conversation through a search bar. Right. So, you know, if you know how to ask a question, you know, on a Google search bar or if you know how to search for a product that you want to buy on Amazon, you'll be able to type a question into a search bar and ThoughtSpot and ask a question and get an answer. Um, and so by doing so, everyone, you know, who you know, e- even if you don't truly understand your data or you, you don't know how to create a visualization, you know, there is no more tax on that curiosity as you're asking those questions because you're just typing that question into a search bar. Um, and then the system is smart. And I say so because, um, you know, when you're working with a search bar, you know, yes, you're only looking at a search bar, it looks simple, it is meant to be simple, but under the covers, uh, there's just a lot of smarts built in, you know, the, the, the search bar, actually, the more you use it, the more it actually knows you, um, mm-hmm. it, it sounds uh, 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 kind of uh, scary, you know, when (laughs) I say that, but you know, it it is true, right? Think of how, you know, the the more you search on Google or the more you search on Amazon, you know, the, the more, uh, you know, personalized, uh, content is actually, uh, distributed to you. And so in a similar manner, our search bar uses AI, uh, and its underlying, uh, query engine to be able to create and generate those insights that are most relevant to you. And then we also have an insights engine, that leverages a lot of AI and ML uh, algorithms that help proactively answer uh, additional questions, even questions that you may not have thought to ask. And then it's fast. You know, we've been uh, you know this uh, search engine, this platform, this analytics platform was built from the ground up to be able to address you know, granular insights at scale. So uh, no, no need for pre-aggregations or predefined drill paths, you know, really allowing the user to be able to freely and easily drill down to the most granular insight. And then finally, uh, you know, our goal is to ultimately drive adoption um, and help deliver value to our customers uh, by really helping them transform how they are using their data to drive their businesses and so you know speaking of our customers you know here's one example it's canadian tire um and so for those of you who don't know them um you know they don't just sell tires um you know they are actually a huge retailer think of it as being like the walmart or the target of canada and they have 1700 stores across all of canada and in the retail industry uh, retail is extremely uh, data intensive it's a data intensive industry where um, you know, these merchants that are on the front lines of the business, you know, they're working with hundreds of thousands of SKUs, millions of SKUs perhaps, uh, and they're managing sales and inventory levels, you know, across hundreds of locations. So you need to be able to get down to those, uh, you know, insights, you know, down to the most granular detail, and you want to be able to get to them fast. Now, in terms of some of the statistics here from from their usage uh, of ThoughtSpot, they have uh, over 1,100 monthly active users. Okay, so there are actual active users, you know, asking questions or hitting the system um, uh, in, uh, every single month. But what's more interesting is not the volume of users, is what they're actually doing in the system. Um, if you look at the far right, 30,000, more than 30,000 monthly LiveBoard views. So think of LiveBoard as, you know, looking at visualizations, looking at a collection of visualizations. Um, Yes, 30,000 across over a thousand monthly active users, that's a lot, but compare that to the number of searches that they're actually performing every single month. So 400,000 monthly searches, that's 10X the number of views on a live board. So we're really flipping this analytics paradigm upside down Mm -hmm. where all of their users, they are actually interactive, they're interacting with their data and asking their own questions um a lot more than actually looking at live that have actually been created by other users um they're both useful but really the, the the true power is how you can constantly feed yourself with more answers as you're asking more questions and then down to the business impact here is you know what has this done for Canadian Tire um the Wall Street Journal you know published an article last year about how they got through the uh, pandemic Um, and they were able to increase their fill rates by 6% and, uh, you know, grow their sales by 20%, you know, during the, you know, the most strenuous times within the pandemic. And so that's, Mm -hmm. you know, the real power of data and the real power of true self-service access to that data. Mm -hmm. Um, So let me switch gears a little bit um, and talk a little bit about AI. Um, And so I mentioned earlier, you know, that there, we've been using AI for years uh, within ThoughtSpot. It's, it's uh, it, it, the, the, the search bar, the search engine, the query engine, the insights engine, that's all driven by AI. But you can see us all know, you know, in the industry right now, you know, it's, it's at an inflection point. Uh, and I'm sure every person here on this uh, call actually uh, has experienced with ChatGPT. You know, all 700 of our employees, we've actually played around with ChatGPT uh, within ThoughtSpot as well. And so what we're seeing right now is that there's this new you know, influx of technologies in AI, especially uh, and with GPT and with large language models, where this is really gonna fundamentally change how software works and how each of these different industries works. And within the analytics space, what we think is it's really gonna change in a number of different areas within the analytics workflow. So, you, so you're gonna be able to experience AI infused in a number of different experiences from how you model data, from how you uh, discover your insights, how you can explain those insights, how you can explain changes in trends, how you can explain changes in how um, uh, things are being uh, predicted or forecasted, how you can collaborate better uh, using AI uh, together uh, with your colleagues uh, and with your peers. So there's a lot of uh, movement and potential with how AI is going to change the analytics workflow and so you know from that perspective you know we've you know ThoughtSpot has always been in the forefront of innovation and two months ago uh, we actually launched uh, ThoughtSpot Sage and this is our new AI powered search experience uh, for ThoughtSpot and it's built with GPT Um, and so I'm gonna walk you through a demo of this in just a little bit, um, but you know we have been kind of this leader in a search-driven experience for analytics for uh, a number of years. And with GPT, um, you know, true to our vision of making things you know easy in analytics, you know, GPT is really gonna make uh, analytics easier uh, for the end user. Uh, so with ThoughtSpot Sage, we're using our AI technology together with GPT to allow users to ask questions in natural language uh, and also get AI generated insights. Um, GPT is also going to power um, these search recommendations um, and also help streamline experiences in search data modeling. And then what's more important here is also, it's not just how you're, you know, infusing different uh, uh, AI or GPT within different areas within the product, but it's also how you create that closed feedback loop so that you're helping the system get smarter and you're helping the system learn uh, as more and more people use it and provide thumbs up and thumbs down feedback to help improve the system. Uh, And um, so I'll show you that experience uh, in just a little bit. Um, Sorry. Um, But uh, just to give you a a quick sneak peek here, that's kind of this animated GIF here on the right hand side here. Um, So you can ask a a true natural language question in a search bar um, and then it goes and discovers an insight based on the data that it has within the analytics catalog. Um, And then you can start to add it into what we call live boards. Um, And so, yes, we're calling these live boards. Um, You've heard me say this uh, throughout this, uh, uh, these few slides, um, and we're not calling them dashboards. Uh, So if you've been, you know, following us uh, for a little bit, you probably heard us talk a lot about, you know, dashboards being dead, um, or sometimes we call them dead boards. And so the the beauty (laughs) of ThoughtSpot is that all of your answers are always alive. Um, so if you, you can ask a question, you can create a piece of content, you can save a piece of the content, you can add it to a live board, but you can also quickly drill into it. You can ask that next question. You can ask our insights engine to discover new insights on, those, uh, uh, on the data on those live boards. Um, you are never truly at a stopping point where you're looking at a chart and you don't know what next to do. Um, so you can uh, continuously interact Um, and, you know, uh, get more insight, ask more questions, and drill down and drill anywhere to get those underlying uh, details. Um, And so my last slide here before going into the demo is that there are, you know, two ways that uh, we consume, uh, uh, users can consume ThoughtSpot. That's ThoughtSpot Analytics and ThoughtSpot Everywhere. On the left-hand side here, that's, um, you know, uh, ThoughtSpot Analytics. That is a Uh, you know, uh, SaaS deployed uh, offering so that uh, customers can use ThoughtSpot um, internally uh, within their company. Uh, And then for those, you know, product leaders, developers, or those who want to embed uh, ThoughtSpot uh, into their own products that they deliver to their customers and partners, uh, we do offer an embedded analytics uh, solution called ThoughtSpot Everywhere. So let me go ahead and switch into the product. Go ahead.
1: Andrew, I want to say something about um, ThoughtSpot Everywhere, you know, um, I kind of think of you guys as a version three of, you know, analytics reporting, but you know, in the past embedded analytics has been very, very hard to do with the traditional tools that we all know. And because of the way you guys are built from the ground up, we were probably running six um, ThoughtSpot Everywhere projects for you. And it's just amazing how easy it is to implement that, the embedded analytics.
3: Yeah, absolutely, and we've also, you know, built in, you know, a lot of these. We're not just exposing APIs and SDKs, you know, to allow developers to build, but we're actually making that experience easy, also, right? It's we have a built-in uh, playground, um, so it's really a low-code environment where you can. uh it's not just embedding a, you know, a visualization or a dashboard, um, but also embedding a search-driven experience, right? And and that's mm-hmm. really going to help further broaden the scope of. How these applications can reach you know more and more users. Yeah,
2: and and we're seeing our customers are just generating a whole lot of incremental revenue by offering yep. their analytic services through through ThoughtSpot everywhere to their customers.
1: Yeah, and mm-hmm. we actually one one uh, organization we're working with that they have they're shutting down their traditional tool because they want to differentiate themselves and be, have sure. a competitive
3: edge with you guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Okay, so let me jump into the demo here Um, and expand. I love Emmanuel
1: (laughs) and his insights.
3: Yeah. All right. Um, So when you're a user of ThoughtSpot and you log into ThoughtSpot, uh, you're going to land on this homepage. Um, and so one of the things that you'll notice on this homepage is it's, uh, it actually looks quite different from a lot of other uh, BI analytics tools. Um, again, we're really, we really want to you know, uh, make analytics as simple as possible we want to make a lot of the content that has been created as easily accessible as possible. And so we've taken a lot of the uh, uh, design aspects and the interaction aspects from the consumer Internet, bringing that into an analytics experience. So you can see here, you know, first off, we have a search bar on the top, you know, we are a search driven AI powered uh, analytics solution. So you will have a search bar where you can start asking questions. Um, and then you'll see, you know, what we call this watch list. And this watch list is, um, uh, it consists of all of the KPIs. You know, we have a visualization that we call KPI charts. And so if you have time series data um, that you want to continuously monitor, um, you can add those to a watch list on your homepage. So when you log into your homepage and ThoughtSpot, those are the first things that you see. And you can see if there are things that are out of bounds or if there's trending low, you know, what you need to do about them, you get, you know, real quick access uh, to those uh, KPIs. And then you'll see things here. You know, these are all the content that's available to you. Uh, from our ThoughtSpot Analytics catalog, now, this is content that has been created by other users in your group. It's uh, content that you have favorited. It is content uh, in a matter, in a manner in a consisting of answers. Answers are basically visualizations. Live boards are a collection of those answers um, that you can interact with, and then you can tag them. You can favorite them. Um, you can also see trending. Uh, 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 the, the most uh, trending views uh, on the libraries and the answers. So think of this like again, like um, hey, uh, if you're logging into a Spotify or, or an Airbnb, right, and you're searching for content, these are uh, existing content created by other people or yourself that you may want to jump into real quickly. Um, and these may be the most popular uh, pieces of content that that may that you might want to access as well. Mm-hmm. But what we want to do here first is I want to ask a question. On a particular set of data. This is my retail data uh, uh, and that I wanna ask something about. So maybe I wanna start asking, um, you know, what are sales broken down by product type? Let me start with that. So it's taking this question um, and it's interacting with GPT, it's understanding this natural language question, and then it's bringing back a best fit visualization. So it's telling me, you know, this is how sales performed across all of these different product types, you know, based on this particular data set. But what's more important here is that if we kind of take a look at this question that I asked in true natural language, there's a lot of ambiguity in it, you know. Um, there's sales. Okay, sales might be a, an attribute within the data set. That's easy. But broken down by product type, right? What does that actually mean? What do, how is the system actually going to go and recognize you know, what broken down actually means? Mm-hmm. Is broken down a value? Is broken uh, a text that it needs to match against? Um, and so this is where the interaction between what we have within the system, within our uh, what we call our search data models, and how we leverage the, together with the power of GPT to help interpret this question in natural language and create a single uh, answer for you that's generated by AI. But don't fret, it will also tell you how it actually came about. Um, And so as you're asking this question in natural language, it also shows you these are the attributes and the search tokens that it's actually using. And so for those of you who have seen us or seen this product before in the past number of years, um, you'll know that we do have a search data interface and we call it relational search. And that's more of a keyword tokenized based search experience. And that is what uh, uh, our our users had previously uh, used um, to use keywords and attribute names and kind of uh, help drive them towards that singular most accurate answer. It combines this together with the understanding of natural language to help you formulate an answer that you can trust based on what it's bringing back. Okay. Um, And then it also supplements additional content that is user generated within that that have been saved within the ThoughtSpot analytics catalog. So all of these additional content charts that are on these live boards, um, it'll also recommend that, hey, these are, uh, this is content that other people have created, you know, based on the wisdom of the crowds, it may be interesting for you to access them as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it combines, you know, the notion of what, AI is generating together with what users have been generating. You can always go into this chart and, and take a look at what it's actually doing. Um, and what it's doing, very simple, is taking sales and breaking them down by product type. Um, and, you know, perhaps you want to, you know, add some additional uh, questions in here. And maybe I want to see this, you know, weekly in the last year, right? Um, so, Again, you ask that next question very quickly, it goes back and it uh, goes into the uh, uh, search engine and it'll formulate a query to access that data and bring back you know, these uh, sales trends in a weekly manner uh, and broken down by the product type. Um, and so you, there are a lot of you know different chart types that you can interact with and you can change these chart types uh, as you wish. Um, you can also say, oh, let me, I, I see this little this dip here um, of these two data points. You now what's actually going on here? I can select this data point, um, and then I can also select this data point, um, and then I can run what we call a change analysis. And so this again is kicking off a number of AI algorithms to, to help determine what are the key drivers to this particular change in this trend. Um, and so it'll look at these uh, top attributes. I say top attributes because what is actually ranking, you know, based on these attributes, are uh, based on uh, usage-based ranking. So these are the most uh, popular. Uh, 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 attributes and columns that people have been using, and so these might be the most relevant to you as well for you to understand what have actually changed in these attributes as well. So I'll show you that you know for this product attribute, you know these are the the, the products that have uh, contributed to the most uh, to the drop in the chain uh, in the trend. Um, these are the top stores that have contributed to that drop as well, uh, and so on and so forth. Or perhaps you might have another you know, attribute in mind that you want to take a look at, perhaps I want to look at, you know, county as well. So you can easily just add that um, and I'll go ahead and generate insights uh, and key drivers uh, on those as well. So again, you're not stuck at just staring at a visualization, you can very quickly get down to the why. Um, You might also say, you know what, um, I want to take a look at, um, uh, you know, what were the top products that we're selling here um, uh, so I can drill anywhere and uh, drill by product name um, and you'll see that these are the products that have sold the most uh, in the past year um, and then uh, for that data point um, and then maybe I just want to do a top rank and sort on the top seven um, and so very quickly it'll filter that down to the top seven and you can you have a new answer that you can go ahead and pin and add to your live board as well So, very easy to navigate, uh, ask that next question and next question and next question. You're never at a stopping point when you're interacting and having that conversation with your data. And then we have unlimited undos um, and redos uh, for you to go back uh, and and, and, uh, and to to go back to a previous state. Mm -hmm. Um, Let me go back uh, to this uh, uh, ThoughtSpot stage uh, search bar uh, and let me ask a little bit of a more ambiguous question. Um, so maybe I want to ask, um, you know, uh, let's say did sweaters or vests sell better. Let me say sweaters, sorry. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, well,
1: the 2022 Christmas.
3: Um, and so, again, there's a lot of ambiguity here. Um, sweaters and vests, you know, that's fine. That Those are data values within our uh, data set. But what does better mean? Um, and what does mm-hmm. Christmas season mean, right? Um, and so, again, this is using the power of, uh, you know, our search engine together with GPT to generate uh, an accurate understanding of how to interpret this. And so when it does that translation, you'll see that um, it will, you know, uh do s- selling based on the quantity sold uh column um and then it actually recognized Christmas season as you know some date between November to the end of December and, mm-hmm. and I'll get back to this in just a little bit um, but uh it also sees these uh value data values for product type sweaters and, and vests um, and then it also uh do a sort uh, to show you what is actually selling better right And so it's doing that translation, you know, based on the knowledge that we have within our search data model and what GPT is bringing back um, and and the query that is generating. Um, But, you know, perhaps it's it's showing me November to end of December. And maybe that's something that me as a merchandising manager, you know what? Christmas season to me is not, you know, those two months. uh, Maybe it should really be just the month of December. I can go back and I can, uh, you know, thumbs this down and say, you know what? The system didn't get this right, so let's go and fix this so you provide that feedback here and you can go back into this uh, experience and say let's actually consider this to be uh, you know December to December thirty first, right and you can go ahead and execute that and you can submit that feedback. And then based on all of this feedback, the system will continuously learn and improve, understand your preferences, understand your own you know, human interpretation of our human translation of the ambiguity. Uh, and so it'll, it'll funnel that back uh, into the uh, model uh, to generate more relevant and more precise answers for you uh, on the next uh, run. Um, now, The other area that we have uh, added uh, AI is, is uh, back into this uh, tokenized search experience. Um, Oftentimes, you know, I mentioned up front that, you know, we're making uh, analytics as easy as can be, you know, the interactions through a search bar, but oftentimes when you you just have a search bar and it's an empty search bar, um, it can actually be, uh, you know, people will draw a blank. (laughs) Uh, What do I ask first? You know, what what should I do when I start typing, right? Um, And so uh, together with GPT, we're also creating uh, or generating these uh, search recommendations. So these are starter searches. um, And so it recognizes based on this data set and based on the different attributes in the data set, what could be interesting questions to ask. Um, And so these are generated Uh, by our uh, AI engine together with GPT, and then users can go in and, you know, go ahead click on this and try this search. And then based on that, you know, again, start to, you know, interact with that data, um, change uh, change the uh, visualization type, or ask a next question. Um, Again, they're never at a stopping point um, with uh, how they're interacting with their data within ThoughtSpot, okay? Um, so that's kind of the search uh, experience within ThoughtSpot. You can ask those questions either via tokenized search keywords or you can ask that via natural language. Um, the experience is all supplemented with um, how our search engine and the AI engine interacts uh, with uh, a GPT. Um, another area I did want to show uh, a little bit is on our uh, live boards. Um, so, I mentioned that you know, a lot of boards are you know, a collection of visualizations. Um, yes, it looks like a dashboard, but you're never at a uh, stopping point. You can continue to drill down, interact, ask new questions, continue to explore and such. So, uh, the first piece here I mentioned earlier, there, we have what we call these KPI charts. Uh, we also have anomaly detection uh, on here. So, uh, based on the data points and the trends, um, it, ha- it uh, automatically uh, calculates the, uh, the, the 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 bounds uh, that your data points need to be in uh, uh, and anything outside of those bounds are gonna be considered anomalies. If they are anomalies, they will be highlighted as red and you can click into it and then it will have a natural language explanation of why they are anomalies. Um, and if you wanted to, again, understand based on this particular KPI, um, what has contributed to this dip Uh, Again, we have this change analysis for the key drivers of all the key attributes that are contributing uh, to this downward trend, right? It's a similar experience that I showed you earlier. Um, And and we also have what we call explore. Um, I think we showed you this uh, in in our last session as well. Um, And think of this uh, explore mode as, um, a combination of the recommended things that the system is uh, uh, asking, suggesting you to do, as well as what how else, how, how else you can continue to interact with the data points here. So within this explore experience, you'll see that oh, you know, there are these other things that you can do on this visualization. You can add your own filter, you, or you can select what the AI system is suggesting you know, based on its knowledge of uh, usage within the system. So you can you know fill, add filters. You can add your own columns. You can replace columns. Um, you can also do like comparisons. Um, and so perhaps you know I'm going to select a suggestion uh, from the from the model. that says maybe you want to you know compare sales in New Hampshire versus Massachusetts. You can just select this particular chip, and it will go ahead. Uh, and create that brand new visualization. You can pin uh, that visualization back into um, the the, the live board, or you can save it uh, to do more activities. Again, you know, it's very, very interactive, um, and you can, you know, continuously work with all of the different things um, that uh, you have uh, on this live board. You can drill down uh, by product type and, you know, continuous to, you know, like I said, just add those, ask those ad hoc questions ad infinitum. You know, that's mm-hmm. the true power of ThoughtSpot, it's not just generating that first answer, but allowing you to ask those next questions, next questions, and next questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I, I think um, uh, an, another area here, people are going to ask, well, you know, how do you connect to the data? Um, you know, uh, connecting to data is extremely easy. Um, We come into this, what we call a data workspace. So for those, you know, uh, data analysts and data engineers, um, they can come in here and, uh, you know, select the backing uh, cloud data platform that they want to connect to. It's really just a point and click uh, experience. You define your credentials, you select the tables um, and the attributes that you want to connect to, and then it'll generate uh, uh, your direct connections uh, to those uh, backing data sets. And then we also work with um, what we call worksheets. So uh, for example, here, um, I was searching on this retail apparel worksheet. um, And so this is basically a collection of attributes across several different tables, uh, both a a sales metric and a fact table and then multiple dimension tables. um, And that's what we call a search data model. Uh, But this is kind of a lightweight data model uh, specifically for search. Um, and you'll see here one of the things when you're talking about searches, you um, you want to be able to search on the data set uh, and have an understanding of that data set. And so think of like, you know, all of these different columns when you're when they're coming out of a data warehouse or a data uh, or a database, um, you may not necessarily know what they mean. Um, and so together with GPT, when you're creating this, um, uh, uh, a search data model, Uh, we actually call out to GPT and say, hey, if we're using an attribute named product type, right, what are some possible synonyms for that? Um, And and so it'll come back uh, with additional uh, uh, synonyms so that this really kind of levels uh, the way of how people can ask questions on this particular attribute. So some people might you know, call product type, just product type. Some people might want to search on product category, right? And so by being able to uh, work with the search data model and and, and with the help of GPT, it really streamlines the way that you can build out this model. And you can imagine, you know, some of the the models that we work with have, you know, hundreds of columns. Mm -hmm. Um, And just being able to use AI to help streamline that process is extremely useful. Mm -hmm. Um, And then down the road, we're also going to use AI and GPT to also help us uh, generate, auto-generate all of these descriptions so that when you see these um, data sets and attributes in your data catalog or analytics catalog, you'll know what they mean uh, Mm -hmm. very easily, okay? Um, And then the last thing here I wanted to show is, uh, we mentioned embedded analytics and ThoughtSpot everywhere earlier. um, Just wanted to share with you what that actually looks like. And, you know, we do offer uh, uh, exposed REST APIs and SDKs as well, Um, and you're able to embed a search experience or, you know, live boards and visualizations and what have you. Um, So it's all extremely flexible. But what's really interesting here is we have a low code uh, playground for you to interact with so that uh, when you're building out this embedded experience, um, you can very easily use this kind of code and just put it into your application and start embedding. Um, And so you, know, you can imagine this as what your app is looking like when you're embedding ThoughtSpot in our search experience. Um, and so uh, maybe you wanna customize this experience and say, I want to actually collapse this data panel. So you just click that checkbox there. It'll give you that line of code um, that you need to add there. You can run it um, to test it out. And then you'll see that once it reloads, it has collapsed um, that data panel for you right? And perhaps you want to default it to the sample apparel uh, uh, data source. Again, it gives you the actual GUID uh, for that in the code line, and then you run that, um, and then again, it goes and customizes this experience to this uh, data source. So this is how you can incrementally test and start building out this embedded experience in your product, um, and all the way down to what the chart is going to look like. Um, you, you can even... You know, this is our action menu here, all of these different items within this action menu, you can customize within this code. Uh, You can disable and hide them, you can add, you know, uh, help text to them, you know, all of these things are all just very low code and simple, you know, lines of code that you can do uh, for embedded Um, and the real value here is it's not just easy for a developer to build out this embedded analytics experience, but this an- embedded analytics experience, like I mentioned earlier, includes this interactive search based AI powered uh, experience for your application. So, with that, um, I think I will stop uh, with the demo. Um, and we can maybe switch over to some questions, or I do have a few additional slides, um, but uh, maybe to kind of keep things a little more, more interactive, I can take a look at the questions.
2: Um, been tracking it and um, don't have any, believe it or oh, not. okay, <laughs> great. Um, there's some folks that said, gosh, my head's spinning with so many questions I'd like to ask. Um, <laughs> so I think there's gonna be some opportunities for, for doing some follow-up. Um, well, here's, so here's an observation okay. uh, with a question from Emmanuel, metadata foundation layer for chat capacity. Seems like it's on top of obvious tables, blah, blah, blah. blah. Um, addition, chat additionally learns via user submitting tags and synonyms, does ThoughtSpot support monitoring execution in the target database to understand relations?
3: Yeah, so those are I, I think those are multiple questions. Let yeah, me start definitely. off with um, I, I think what could be useful is maybe
2: and, this and slide.
3: We, and we are uh, I think a lot of people are kind of uh, curious about you know how this works together with GPT. Now for, first mm-hmm. off, you know, one clarification I want to make that we're not using chat GPT. Chat GPT is a is that you know chat application uh, uh, mm-hmm. on top of GPT. So we're using GPT and the large language models uh, behind GPT. So you can think of it as a GPT series of models.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and so uh, when a user asks a question in a natural language manner in our search bar, the first thing we do is we do our pre-processing. Um, and based on our usage-based ranking, we know you know the data set that, uh, that the user is asking a question on, what are possible Column candidates that we want to send over uh, to GPT, and this is based on you know the most popular columns that have been used. And then we also send examples of um, if if we're sending over these you know three or four columns, what a question should look like. Um, and then we also send sample values to it. So we do a bunch of pre-processing so that GPT has some context, um, and then it'll generate a SQL based on that context. And then, when we receive that SQL, we translate that SQL back to our knowledge of all of those tokenized based search tokens uh, Mm. and keywords um, that we have known for years and years and years. Um, And so, this pre processing and post processing is extremely critical uh, because. Um, we don't want to have like a random SQL generated by GPT. We want GPT to know the context and to know why the columns and the and, and the examples that we're sending are important.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and then we'll we'll have GPT send us back, you know, based on their own large language model, you know, what that uh, uh, created SQL would be. And then we'll use that to ultimately execute uh, the query uh, via live uh, live queries onto the uh Cloud data platforms and generate a visualization.
2: Got it. Awesome. Thank you for that explanation. What a great yeah. demo! Um, and again, awesome. we love this product. You Andrew, know,
1: it, you rock!
0: Yeah. Yep, that was awesome. Super informative.
2: Great. Yeah, well, I'm Yep, I, I'm very thankful. Put a trial
1: to in the here. chat already, Andrew.
3: Yeah. Oh, awesome! So, yeah. <laughs> cool. Take a picture great. of that. Thanks
1: again. And thank you um, you so much, Andrew.
3: All right. Thank you very much. Uh, Thank you for having me.
1: Okay. Take care.
0: You
3: take care now, Andrew. Andrew. Bye bye.
1: All right. Okay. And
0: I'm going to stop recording.